0: Hey there, Tears. Welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I am Lex Michael. Lex Michael? What are you into this week? As of recording right now, it's International Women's Day, so I hope it's about women. I hope it's about women, Lex Michael. But it doesn't have to be.
1: What is? Question mark? (laughs) Is uh, no it, uh, yeah it, I guess it is. It's not. It wasn't written or directed by a woman, but it is about and starring one. Uh, I finally checked out Universal and Blumhouse's The Invisible Man, uh, nice. which I had started to hear positive things about. Once Elizabeth Moss signed on, I. I was inclined to believe that they were going to do something pretty interesting with it. She is one of the best actresses working and she is continually making really interesting choices. Uh, So I feel like, you know, once she signs onto a project, well, it's worth glancing at if nothing else. Then some of the uh, early buzz started to center on the fact that it's very heavily allegorical and it's, it's really about escaping uh, a really horrifically toxic, abusive, controlling, possessive relationship Mm -hmm. and a woman who, does so and is then stalked by that ex. Um, I think they did an incredible job with the allegory, but what I didn't expect was how comic booky the movie was going to become in its second half in a way that I think is really fun, in a way that I think somehow manages not to break the tone that they established in the first half and not break the allegory. Um, the thing is really well crafted uh i think they were able to do it for something like seven million bucks which is really impressive when you see some of the things that they were able to pull off in this movie mm-hmm. elizabeth moss is incredible uh lee wennell who uh he's been he's been doing movies for a minute he did uh, upgrade which i think was uh, really really fun um he worked on the he's kind of the half of the team of uh that made the first saw movie um he did that with james wan um i think everybody did a, a really great job with it it's got one of the most bonkers awesome oh shit kills that I've ever well not that I've ever seen but that I've seen in recent memory they present a scene that is almost always contextualized a certain way within horror stories and you assume given the placement in the story given the setting of the scene that it's going to go one way and very suddenly it goes Hard in another direction, and you get the oh fuck moment. And then, what to me is doubly impressive, he's able to, uh, as a director, immediately heel turn pivot directly into another oh fuck moment. And it's one of those things that, like, you go to movies hoping to see a moment like that. Like, okay. I go to horror movies hoping to see a moment that I'm genuinely caught off guard by. Cause like I have seen a lot of movies and it's hard for a movie to completely catch me off guard now, especially horror, which like even the ones that I really, really like you're often following a fairly standard set of tropes and you can spot the patterns a mile away. If you've watched them enough, mm-hmm. I live for moments like, like this movie gave me actually this movie frankly i think gave me a couple moments like that was like oh that was really fucking clever yes um and there were moments that like also really 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 deeply stressed me out and it's it's that movie working um I recommend it highly. I think you would probably, I know you're not a big horror guy, but I think there's stuff that you would definitely appreciate about it. Yeah. And of course, Universal's been looking for a while to try and launch their, uh, they called it Dark Universe for a minute because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, before Marvel was doing it, all the way back in the 1940s, the Universal monsters essentially, loosely, shared a universe and they would constantly be crossing over with each other. And Universal's been trying to do that again for a while now, the uh, the Tom Cruise mummy movie was an attempt to do that. The uh, what is it? The, the Luke Evans Dracula movie yeah. was an attempt to do that. And without spoiling anything, this movie though it works wonderfully as a perfectly self contained story, they leave very much leave room to tell another story set in this universe with these potentially with these same characters. I actually think Elizabeth Banks is attached to do an Invisible Woman movie, which may or may not have anything to do with this one. Yeah. Not. I don't, I don't really know what their game plan is, but it, this movie did real well uh, critically, did doing pretty good commercially as well. Uh, I would be shocked if we don't see now more, you know, wh- whether they call it Dark Universe or not. Like, yeah. I think you are now going to see uh, definitely an effort to push more of those projects uh, closer to fruition. And we'll...
0: See how that goes. Yeah. I mean, especially once uh, Russell Crowe showed up in the middle. As was Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. He's like, (laughs) I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And he's like, I need you to join my team. And then he walks away. Um, From what I've heard, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So he's he's
1: in The Mummy. Russell Crowe plays Jekyll slash Hyde. And he's sort of the Nick Fury of what that universe would have been, I suppose.
0: Right. And so he also shows up in this one, he does this not. Invisible Man movie. He does not show up. Like, Although I hear there's an invisible man around here. Like it's just in the background. <laughs> he walks around sniffing, being like, is there an invisible man here? <laughs> is there an invisible
1: man here? <laughs> he's just... he's a, yeah, like, like, like a cartoon caricature of a blind person. He's just like kind of
0: pushing his hands
1: all over the place yeah. in the space around him.
0: Yelling. Right. That's a. I mean, it's a weird turn and a weird choice for them to make, but I really hope it pays off in the end. Okay.
1: Oh, anyway, <laughs> I I dug it a bunch. I recommend it. Uh, yeah. Uh, check it out. It's good.
0: Cool. Um, so uh, you know, it being International Women's Day, I decided to talk about. Uh, property that is show run by a woman mostly written by women there's a bunch of women in the cast baby hell yeah lex Won't you learn some things Won't you get fucking woke bruh uh
1: (laughs) i like i i both enjoy the energy you're bringing right now and i feel intimidated at the same time
0: um good as you should yeah um but uh yes i wanted to talk about i want to talk about steven universe future we've I already gotten the first half uh, around the end of the year last year, and now we're getting the last half uh, as of this week. Uh, so they're doing two episodes a week until, uh, and I believe there are only ten episodes left of the whole series. The Steven Universe future was supposed to be, or is supposed to be, like an epilogue to the Steven Universe story. Um, we got the full run five seasons of the original show, then we had the movie. Um, which was really good and it took place a couple of years after the original series. And then we have Steven universe future, which is, which is an extension of that. And it's about Steven really coming to terms with himself and understanding what it means to exist uh, as an individual, because he spent so much of his life uh, kind of trying to clean up his mother's uh, crimes and so now it's him tr- kind of trying to figure out what it means to just live for himself, which is a really cool and interesting thing to explore. Um, especially I think the kids who grew up with Steven universe are also growing up and experiencing that, like their friends are going different places and, and, uh, they have to kind of figure out what they want to be. Um, and I, I like that they are also getting to explore that with this character. Um, It feels to me like the way that they did with Dragon Ball Z where Goku started as a kid, which so too did, uh, or I guess Dragon Ball, uh, Goku started as a kid, which all of the audience also were, were kids and he grew up with them. So like as they got like 10 15 years into the series, like he also became an adult and he also got married and had a kid and had to deal with those issues. Um, and so I feel like Steven Universe future is doing the same thing. And is it is allowing the character to grow with its audience. And I really like that. Yeah. Um, so check it out. It's, it's on Cartoon Network. You can also get it on the Cartoon Network app. Um, and I think the first couple seasons of the original show are on Hulu. Uh, so Watch Steven Universe, watch Steven Universe Future, watch Steven Universe the movie, Um, because it's great. Rebecca Sugar, she's great. Um, Lots of good LGBTQ uh, representation, great. Uh, Lots of uh, crazy, dark and light and revolutionary themes, great. Steven Universe Future, it's great. Um, But what are you guys into? What do you like? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Let us know. You can do so at Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, but if you just want to talk to us about our personal things, like if you're like, yo, Lex, talk to me about Invisible Man. Where does Russell Crowe show up? Let's talk about all the spoilers. You can do so here. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Lex Michael. Or if you want to talk to me about cool stuff, which is Steven Universe, Steven Universe Future, Steven Universe the movie. You want to talk to me about Spinel? Dope. You want to talk to me about the prickly pear cactus creature? Dope. If you want to talk to me about all the spoilers? Dope. I'm caught up. So, uh, you can do so at TariJ, T-A-R-I-J-A-Y. Um, and also, if you would like to join us tomorrow, we're going to be talking about the 1974 Cult classic, Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> this is a recommendation by Lex Michael. He loves that sweet, sweet cult classic. He does. Um, it has a lot of musical numbers. It's a pop opera. Um, it has. It's starring a bunch of people who you probably know um, that I didn't write down because I'm a bad at taking notes. Um, but also. Uh, it's a it's a really kooky, crazy movie that everyone should check out. You can do so. It's all over the internet. It's on uh, Amazon. It's on Hulu, if you have Hulu Live. It's on YouTube Rental Service. It's on Vudu. Guys, check it out. Um, so, do that, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Lex says bye, too. Phantom. I'm a Phantom. You do my Phantom things. I'm a Phantom. Yes, a Phantom. I'm a doing Phantom King.